the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. I see my name in shiny lights, yeah, a different city every night, oh, I, I swear, the world better prepare for when I'm a billionaire. It's time to get down to business on the weekend's number one business program. Known as the king of networking, your host, Shalom Klein, has worked with thousands of entrepreneurs and created countless jobs. So, to success, let's get down to business. And indeed, we're all about small business jobs and entrepreneurship and business. We talk a lot about business here. You're on with Get Down to Business. And I'm your host, Shalom Klein. Remember, you can always download podcasts from Get Down to Business on my website at ShalomKlein.com. And while you were there, don't forget to follow me on Twitter at ShalomKlein. It's going to be a jam-packed week of content and information you will not want to miss. So let's jump right in. We've got a jam-packed lineup, and we're going to kick it off with my good friend Tom Mirabali. Tom is the guru of everything health insurance, and it's always a pleasure having him on the program. Today we have the opportunity to have a bit of an extended conversation about health insurance and what's going on in the industry. And, uh, and later on in the program, we'll talk a little bit about work-life balance, and we'll talk a little bit about fulfillment. But again, I'm thrilled to be joined by the guru of health insurance, Tom Mirabali. Tom, welcome back. How are you? What's going on? I'm good, my friend. I'm good. Even better that I'm talking to you because, you know, I frequently look at my uh, bank statement and I see what things cost. And sometimes I look at that health insurance bill. I'm like, I'd rather have that money. I'd rather have that money in the bank account, not out of the bank account. So I know you have that conversation quite a bit. So let's jump right in. I always love to to talk about the Mirabali line and hear about who's been calling you. So, so what's been going on in the, in the world of, of healthplanchicago.com? Well, I'll tell you, they, uh, people are really fed up with, uh, let's call it the bureaucracy, um, with this uh, quote-unquote Biden care, which is worse than Obamacare. But it's, uh, uh, they're raising the deductibles uh, and total out-of-pocket costs. Yeah, which are totally out of sight for a family. Uh, now you have to pay $8,750 max out of pocket per person to per family max before your bills are paid at 100%. That's over $17,000 for crying out loud. That's for a family. You know, and like I say, for individuals, it's um, uh, $8,750. And it is just, it's crazy. You know, uh, you look at... Um, the cheapest plan on the market right now uh, for the Affordable Care Act is through Blue Cross Blue Shield. I can do a um, Blue Precision Bronze HMO through the Affordable Care Act because a lot of doctors and hospitals will not accept the PPOs through the Affordable Care Act. Why? Because they don't pay. The Affordable Care Act is notorious for not paying bills. So um, doctors and hospitals are seeing, oh, well, the HMOs 
are pretty good through the um, Affordable Care Act. So uh, they'll go with that. But for a for, like for example, forty-five-year-old male non-smoker uh, living in the city of Chicago, the six hundred six uh, zip code, uh, as a non-smoker, his Affordable Care Act price is four hundred and thirty-three dollars and forty-six cents a month for an HMO with an eight thousand seven hundred and fifty-dollar deductible. That is totally outrageous. Totally outrageous. I can uh, I can do uh, the, the entire family, uh, this guy's entire family for seven hundred dollars with a seventy five hundred dollar deductible, with no maternity coverage. It's wow. it's just wow. uh, Again, it's getting out of line. Health insurance guru, his number is six three zero eight six three three four seven seven six three zero eight six three three four seven seven. His website is healthplanchicago.com. And Tom, if I just heard and understood correctly. It is getting harder and harder to find uh, doctors and hospitals that will accept uh, these plans that are being that are being uh, issued, and that is that is bad news for a lot of folks um, when people are looking for care, especially in certain areas or maybe you have a specific doctor you want to go to, but the doctor doesn't accept your plan. That's uh, that's that's not good news, my friends. No, it's cash out of the client's pocket. They, doctors don't have to take the Affordable Care Act, neither do hospitals. So um, doctors and hospitals have their choice of who they're going to accept. And I, right now I'm, I'm selling a wonderful plan through United Healthcare through Golden Rule, has no maternity coverage. I can get people a $2,500 deductible um, uh, on an individual basis or on a family basis. And if I take that 45-year-old male, has a 40-year-old female for a wife, and three children, 10, 8, and 6, a $2,500 deductible, 100% after deductible, they can buy that plan for $5,610 for six months' worth of coverage. Not a month, six months. So that's under $1,000 a month for a $2,500 deductible for a family of five living in the city of Chicago. So it, it saves the $2,500 deductible on an individual basis, saves $6,250 just on the deductible alone in comparison to the Affordable Care Act. What is so affordable about this? Would you please tell me? <laughs> I am really. Uh, it's, it's clearly I, not, especially when you're talking about um, having a plan that you uh, that 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 won't even get you the uh, the coverage you're looking for. I know that correct. that's what you uh, that's exactly what you do, um, which is important. So, Tom, I want to play a game with you over here. I want to talk about. Uh, I want to try to define some of these health insurance terms that are often thrown around. And because, again, I always call you my guru. It turns you for everything health insurance. Um, so you know oh, these terms you. better than anybody. And I want you, as you explain what these terms are, um, I also am hoping that you can explain why you do it better than, uh, better than anybody else, frankly. So when we're talking about co-insurance, what does that mean? What is co-insurance and why should our listeners uh, need to understand it? Well, with any plan outside of the 100% plan after the deductible, coinsurance pertains, the most commonly purchased uh, coinsurance plan is an 80-20 plan. Um, you have a deductible, let's call it the $8,750 max out of pocket, 
once that is met, then you have uh, 100% worth of coverage. But on that o- Obamacare plan, you would have a $6,000 deductible and then 2750 as your co-insurance. Once you, that's mm. 20%. So once you pay the total 8750 max out of pocket per year, then the plan would cover 100% for the balance of the year. So that's a perfect segue. That's a perfect segue into uh, the definitions of my next two terms, which are co-payment. What is a co-payment? And again, watch our listeners understand it. Well, co-payments, you may get a $20, $25 co-payment. That's cash out of the pocket of the client when they see the doctor for uh, a, a physical or, uh, God forbid, they're uh, they have an emergency medical situation, the $25 is only the tip of the iceberg because once you pay the $25 to see the doctor on an office visit, and if they start doing x-rays, if they start doing bone setting for a broken arm, et cetera, et cetera, anything medically uh, or out, outpatient surgical, that's all going towards the deductible. So the simple co-payment is like a 25 or $30 uh, entry fee to see the doctor. Mm-hmm. Okay, and, and so I think we've got time for, for one or two more before, before our break. Sure. What is a deductible? A deductible is the amount of uh, money that a patient has to pay to the uh, insurance company, not necessarily the doctor, but the insurance company, before uh, that plan kicks in at 100% if you have a 100% plan. So if you have a 100% plan with a $2,500 deductible, the client has to pay the $2,500 deductible, and then the insurance policy covers 100% for the balance of the year or term of the policy. Mm Okay. Again, I'm chatting with Tom Arabali. Um, Tom is our health insurance guru. His number is 630-863-3477, 630-863-3477. And his website is healthplanchicago.com. Tom, I know you get a lot of calls at our, all hours of the day and night, um, but you also uh, can answer questions and schedule times. Um, what's the best way for people to, uh, to get a quote from you and uh, perhaps set up an appointment? All they have to do is either call the number, 630-863-3477, and leave your name and number if I don't answer the phone. And you can call that seven days a week, 24 hours a day. Um, And then if I do not answer the phone, just leave your name and number, your date of birth, the zip code that you live in, tell me if you're a smoker or Mm non-smoker, and then I can work up a quote for all of the people in your family. And then get That's back great. to you. Well, Tom, we're going to leave it there for a moment. And when we come back, we'll continue okay. talking about some definitions. And we'll also talk about how people can get in touch with you. Our guru in health insurance, Tom Arabali, 630-863-3477. Don't touch that dial. We'll be right back. Hey, 
welcome back to Get Down to Business. You're listening to the show all about small business jobs and entrepreneurship. You can get on my website, shalomkline.com. But speaking of websites, I always link to, and I always talk about my good friend, Tom Mirabali, who is joining me here on the radio. Tom is the health insurance guru. His phone number is 630-863-3477. His website, healthplanchicago.com. Tom, welcome back. Hi, how are you? Fantastic. So we were having some fun and playing a game before the break. We were chatting about all these terms in health insurance because, indeed, like everything in government, a lot of acronyms and lots of definitions. But you you demystify it for us. So we've been chatting about deductibles and copayments. But now I'm going to step it up a notch. We're going to take the game to the next level. We're going to talk about one of those things that comes up probably most frequently for you, and that is something called an HSA. HSA. And I don't think that's a bad... Um, bad three-letter acronym. I think it's actually something good, and I think it's actually something you do a lot of. What is an HSA? Well, it's called a health savings account, and clients can save in their own personal health savings account at the bank of their choice uh, about $5,000 a year tax-free, meaning whatever amount of money you put into your health savings account checkbook, um, you may take that off on your federal income tax. And I believe this year it's up to about $5,000 for people um, under the age of 55. Once you get to 55, you add another $1,000 to that. And that would basically give you um, uh, a a nice tax deduction and a savings uh, for your health. And what you do with your health savings account, you cannot pay your premium out of it, but you can pay all of your medical bills out of it. So if you go in where we were talking about a deductible a little while ago, and let's say you have a $2,500 deductible, you can pay that $2,500 deductible with money that you've already written off on your income tax out of your health savings account. Checkbook. It's really a handy. These are all things that, yeah, for for a lot of folks that are, you know, confused about this, you know, it's something that they don't, they don't really teach you. It's sort of, you get thrown into this, especially if you own your own business and you don't know a lot about health insurance, both for yourself, for your family, as well as for your employees. So I always love to dig into the Tom or Bali mailbag and curious what kind of questions come up. And, and again, especially on HSAs, what are some of the ways that you've been able to, to help people in a establishing those accounts? Well, it's simple. There are uh, certain plans that you you have to purchase. Uh, there's only one under the Obamacare uh, scenario. And uh, with my plans, you can end up going ahead and uh, get a 100% program uh, with a deductible and place money either in your health savings account plan or your 401k retirement program and still get the tax benefit from the federal government when you file for your income tax. And that money, again, is used to pay for medical expenses, deductible, uh, doctor office visits, uh, prescription drugs, anything of that nature, medical. And uh, it, it does come in very handy. Now, once you retire or be, uh, go on Medicare at age 65, you can use that money to expend on all of your medical expenses until you go down to zero. If you need the money in your health savings account, uh, non-medical, you can use it, but you're going to get a 10% penalty and you're going to have to pay ordinary income tax 
um, on that money that you take out of your HSA health savings account uh, for non-medical expenses. Interesting. So it's definitely the right choice for uh, for folks that uh, are you know that can plan appropriately. And like you said, there's some penalties if you you have access to the money. The money is yours, but but certainly there's penalties involved. So who, if you were to sort of create the profile of who is the right fit for an HSA, um, what what would that look like, and who's calling you to set those plans up? Well, these health savings account plans are good for anybody. They can do it for an individual. They can do it for a family. Um, the family, um, you basically can put in $7,000 a year, uh, and those change every year. And with those funds, um, you can end up paying for uh, your deductible. You can pay for medications. You can pay for office visits, and it's all tax-free money. Now, at the age of 65, when you go on Medicare, you can end up utilizing all of that money um, to pay for all of your medical expenses as you get into Medicare. But um, if you don't want to have a separate account for your medical expenses, you can still get the HSA and put it into your 401k plan or um, another retirement program just to get the tax benefit. So um, that's, that's really a big item. Oh, sure. Absolutely. That, that's huge. So, you know, when we started the conversation a few minutes ago, we talked a little bit about how some doctors and, and, and uh, hospitals are are not accepting uh, certain plans. So yes. how, how I, I mean, I'm, I'm curious when when we talk about sort of picking a doctor, um, obviously, you're not a healthcare professional, um, but you are involved in a very important aspect of this in working with individuals. And you, you get to know a lot about their needs in terms of their desires to, to have a growing family, you know, aging, Correct. whether they smoke and, and things like that. What should they do if they want to ensure that they could get access to the best care and coverage and not have to worry about the, the doctor and hospital selection? Well, personally... Uh, before the, uh, the client's got to do a little bit of homework and uh, the homework is simply call the current doctor that you have because um, and just ask them, do you accept the Affordable Care Act? And the doctor will come right out and tell you yes or no, or we only take certain plans. We don't take PPO plans under Obamacare. We only take um, the Blue Precision HMOs under uh, Obamacare through Blue Cross Blue Shield. That's the first thing that people should do. Um, my plans that I sell without the mandatory maternity coverage, those are underwritten plans through Golden Rule United Healthcare. And you can use any doctor, any hospital that you want uh, in an emergency medical situation. And uh, United Healthcare is the largest company in America. So if doctors don't take United Healthcare, there's really something wrong with that doctor. Find a new doctor because they, um, United Healthcare is really, really good as far as uh, paying medical expenses after the deductible. There's really no problem with them. So to find a doctor, it's really kind of simple because all the client has to do is just go to the doctor and ask, do you take um, the Affordable Care Act? Yes or no answer. Do you take uh, Golden Rule United Healthcare short-term medical policies, medical PPO policies? 
That's a yes or no answer. Uh, with my short-term plans through United Healthcare, you can use any doctor, any hospital you want in an emergency medical situation, anywhere. You can be out of America. You can be in America. Um, uh, if you're overseas uh, on a vacation, let's say uh, uh, in the Caribbean, and God forbid you get hurt and it's an emergency situation, there's up to $50,000 of reimbursement to fly that person back to uh, their home let's say here in Chicago, uh, to get them to a hospital. They would get stabilized in the foreign country. And then if it's necessary for a medical evacuation, then you'll get up to $50,000 for transportation costs. Definitely, definitely. And again, how we started this conversation, as I mentioned, uh, sort of facetiously, um, that obviously looking at at, at a bank statement and looking at uh, health insurance bills it's easy to get very frustrated. So health insurance is an important expense um, when done right, when you're able to focus on getting the care and the coverage that you need and making sure, again, and as you always remind me, um, making sure that you're getting the plan that you need, not more, not less. And that's really important. So Tom, we've covered a lot of ground in this conversation. You've educated on a lot of different topics. We're coming to a close in our conversation. I want to make sure everybody can get in touch with you for that free consultation. Can you, uh, can you again share your website and phone number? Well, you can uh, call me at 630-863-3477, 630-863-3477, or you can email me at T M I R O. B A L L I at yahoo.com, T Marabali at yahoo.com. Or you can go to Health Plan Chicago on the web and you can end up getting that information and just uh, give me a call. And you can call me seven days a week. If I'm not in, just leave a message. I'll get right back to you. Perfect, Tom. I know you uh, You always take uh, taking care of customers. Uh, as the priority. We appreciate that. Your website again, healthplanchicago.com. Your phone number is 630-863-3477. I know truly you do respond to questions and inquiries at all hours of the day, seven days a week, and we appreciate that. And we'll have you back on real soon to answer more of our listeners' questions. Got to squeeze in a quick break and more small business jobs and entrepreneurship when we return in just a moment. Down to business, you always go to my website, shalomcline.com. That's where you can download the past eight plus years of shows. Um, and be sure to check on your favorite podcast app where you can subscribe, rate, review, and share with a friend. So, if you are like me, balancing your professional and personal life, it feels maybe more like just a daily battle, almost like a daily war. So, welcome to the club because you're definitely not alone. For many of us, work can become one of our top priorities. Unfortunately, sometimes that comes at the cost of everything else. We want to succeed professionally, but when that becomes our primary focus, you can lose sight of other priorities such as your health and personal relationships. All work and no play makes Jack or Jill burn out. So work-life balance isn't just a buzzword. It's essential for our careers and our well-being. So let's talk about what work-life balance is. Work-life balance can be hard to define. In an ideal world, it's a state of equilibrium between a person's professional and personal priorities. It's also prioritizing your work time equally as much as time for your family, well-being, interests, health, and relationships. 
while this balance look what what it looks like in reality is different from person to person. For some, work-life balance may mean the ability to stop working at four every day and spend the rest of the evening pursuing personal interests. For others, it may mean being able to work a flexible schedule in order to prioritize caregiving duties. A work-life balance simply means you have harmony in different areas of your life. So why is it important? In an increasingly connected world of flexible work, where work and home boundaries easily blend, and we've talked about that in the past, managing our work-life balance to the best of our abilities is especially important and often difficult. A balanced life allows you to enjoy and make the most of all aspects of your life, not just work. Your family, your friends, your hobbies, health, me time, and any other priorities become equally important. A truly balanced life will give you the flexibility to have a successful professional life while still having the time and energy to focus on and enjoy your personal life. So why does managing your work-life balance even matter? Here are five positive effects a balanced lifestyle can have. First is less stress. When you're more intentional about your work and your personal time and find yourself achieving better harmony, you may feel less stressed overall. Creating more balance allows you to deal with your day-to-day stresses in a healthy way. It also causes a lower risk of burnout. Feeling overworked can lead you to become emotionally exhausted and becoming detached from your work. Better balance between work and personal priorities lowers the risk of burnout caused by work-related stresses and pressures. And stress and burnout can start to have an impact on the quality of your work. A balanced approach to work where you regularly switch off can leave you feeling more refreshed and ultimately being more productive. Removing constant stress also creates space for new ideas and may lead to clear, more creative thinking. Ultimately, a balanced life is often a healthier life. A better balance between work and life priorities can lead to greater life satisfaction and overall well-being. If and when you feel like you're making time for all the things that matter to you, you may truly feel like you're being more successful. Finally, for any manager and employer that might be listening to this, note that balanced workers are happier workers. Recent research by Oxford University also found that happy workers are more productive. Further, workers that have difficulty spending time with their families or finding time for their social relationships are more likely to be emotionally tired. This fatigue, in turn, has an impact on their dissatisfaction with their job and an influence on their intention to leave the organization. According to a report in the International Journal of Environmental Research and Public Health, ultimately, if your organization actively encourages workers to strive for work-life balance, You will likely hold on to your workers for longer. After all, people rarely leave a job that they're happy at. So now you understand that work-life balance is essential. Let's talk about how you can make it better. And remember, a pro tip, don't expect to be able to do all of this at once. The first is accept that it won't be perfect. First things first, this one really is important, so pay attention. Accept that your work-life balance won't always be perfect. So let's jump right in. You've got to set your priorities. Stephen Covey said that the key is not to prioritize what's on your schedule, but schedule your priorities. So think about making a list of your daily priorities aside for work, of course. This doesn't mean making chores. You have to prioritize what is important to you. Stop and think about what's important to you and what you'd like to include in each day. This includes family time, exercise, hobbies, good sleep, and anything else that matters to you. It's time to start making time for these sort of things. Play to your strengths and delegate other work. You don't have to do it all. Remember, you're a solopreneur or a manager. Learn to do what you're good at and delegate what you can. And learn to say no. If you're a people pleaser, like many of us are, you may find setting boundaries and saying no to something challenging, even uncomfortable. Declining requests for help can be especially hard if you feel like you might be letting your boss, your colleague, or family member down. 
But you truly, if you truly want to create that more balanced lifestyle, you've got to start learning the power of no and focus on achieving the results. Set your working hours and stick to them. Schedule personal time in your calendar. Prioritize your physical and your mental health and take vacations because we know that many of us have put that off throughout the, throughout the pandemic. Don't be afraid to unplug from your email, from your phone, from around-the-clock work culture. Unplugging from technology can be very hard, but super productive. And remember, only you can find the lifestyle balance that suits you. There's no magic formula for finding balance. Yours may look very dif- different from those of your coworkers and friends. It's up to you to set your priorities, create a lifestyle balance that works best for your needs. And remember that your work-life balance is a result of your own choices. The work you do is making it impossible to find balance. Maybe it's time to start thinking about a change. I'm going to post a lot more tips, advice, and information on my website, shalomkline.com. Um, and we still have a great show lined up for you. We're going to be chatting with Harry J. Bush. We're going to talk about fulfillment. We're going to talk about customer satisfaction. Lots more great advice coming up after this quick break. But get on my website, shalomkline.com, where you can find more tips, advice, and information. Of course, get a sneak peek of who's going to be on next week on the show all about small business jobs and entrepreneurship. Don't touch that dial. We'll be right back. Welcome back to Get Down to Business, the show all about small business jobs and entrepreneurship. I'm thrilled to be joined by Harry J. Push. Harry, uh, his career has spanned 30 plus years in logistics operations with a focus on direct to consumer fulfillment. In fact, Harry is the CEO of Amware Fulfillment, an order fulfillment company that works with mid sized retailers. We'll define that in just a moment. But, Harry, welcome to the program. Pleasure to be here, Shalom. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. I know you have quite a bit of experience coming into the uh, coming into Amware in uh, 2015, I believe, as the chief operating officer, but certainly have grown with the company and uh, now certainly uh, directing all company strategy and operations across 15 fulfillment centers, which is interesting. But as our listeners know, I always love to get to know the person behind the microphone. How did you become so passionate about logistics and call it business in general? Uh, logistics. Well, my personal my, my personal hobby is uh, is flying, and I've been flying for over thirty years. And and, and flying requires a uh, a level of rigor and execution, attention to detail, um, planning. Uh, if you're going to be a safe and successful pilot, those are the attributes that you really need to work on. And you know, logistics and fulfillment are very very much the same. They are uh, uh, execution businesses. Uh, it's how you perform. It's how you perform consistently. Uh, and uh, the better you do that, the better the experience is, the more efficient you become as a, as a company, uh, the more you become a, a professional uh, at what you do. And so applying what I do in my personal life to uh, what I'm able to do in my professional life was a, just a great opportunity for me. Uh, and there are lessons that go back and forth both ways. Mm-hmm. So definitely managing fulfillment operations like flying an airplane. Um, I love it. That's that's awesome. So many of our listeners are in that world of B2C, business to consumer. What are some of the common mistakes or biggest mistakes that you see some of those brands making when it comes to fulfillment operations? On the on the fulfillment side, uh, many of what I much of what I see uh, entrepreneurs do is they clearly focus on everything before the click, right? Getting out to customers, getting their product out, getting their message out, um, reaching a lot of people, and then uh, the click happens. 
someone buys. And at that point, what, what happens after the buy is something many uh, entrepreneurs kind of give short shrift to, if you will, maybe because they don't realize everything that has to go on after the click uh, and maybe uh, not realizing that, uh, you know, waiting in the anticipation for that package to come, opening that package, uh, taking a look in, says everything else about the experience. And that is actually the last thing or the first thing uh, that they'll use to uh, kind of uh, validate that what they've done, what they've bought is a good thing. So Definitely. Uh, I, I think many entrepreneurs need to look at what goes on after the click and make okay, sure. Okay, so that, that's a great segue. And where you, t you talk about that a lot, about uh, handling everything in your organization, scalable fulfillment, um, about handling everything that's happening after the click. So to give a, a peek behind the scenes for all of those listening, what does happen after the click or the order? Well, um, what happens after the click is uh, obviously the, the order gets transmitted to, uh, to our organization, at which point systems take over and do a, a, a check on the product, make sure that the inventory is there. Uh, and then, you know, we go about uh, amassing orders from, uh, from a retailer or an e-tailer, if you will. Uh, and then we go about processing those orders, which includes everything from picking it, inspecting it, making sure it's right. Uh, getting it packaged properly, getting it put in uh, put into a box so that uh, it's uh, it arrives safely at uh, at, uh, at the end user, that it looks presentable, that it, that it appears that somebody put a lot of care into it. We may sign a little card with our name on it saying that we've packed this order for you, making sure that the address is uh, is proper on the package and that it gets on its way expeditiously. And we do all of that within four or five hours after receiving the order so that everything that we receive usually by two or three o'clock goes out that very, very same day. Those are the things that go on after the click. <laughs> a lot of, a lot's happening after uh, after that little mouse button drops, um, which is great. So, I mean, an obvious question is, is I hear all about the amazing things that your team at Amware are doing, again, scalable fulfillment, is I'm curious to understand a little bit more about fulfillment. How does that uh, help customer satisfaction, and why does it make sense for brands to outsource it? Uh, specifically, because uh, today's uh, today's uh, fulfillment environment uh, is very volatile. It's not like manufacturing. It's not like you can say I'm going to uh, get 200 orders tomorrow. Uh, the order flow varies. Weekends are very very high. During the week, it may tail off. It may not tail off. And I think. Um, the ability to provide the same level of service regardless of what the order volume is like regardless of how busy you get everybody still expects that 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 order to get out same day the reason to outsource is companies like mine are very very strong at being able to adapt to changing volumes quickly uh, we have many people many accounts uh, we shift them all over we cross train them some accounts get busy, you move people into that account. Some accounts don't get busy, you move them out of that account. And we're able to, we're able to help uh, e-tailers not worry about the back end, not worry about volume. Let them do what they do well, which is sell the product, market it. And what we do well is execute, get it out, make it look good, get it there on time, get it there accurately, uh, and make sure that anything, any of the end users that get on social media have nothing but positive things to say about the experience. <laughs> well, you touched on social media, so that will be our uh, our, our pickup point after this quick break. I'm chatting with Harry Dre Poche, the CEO of Amware, 
Uh, they do scalable fulfillment. We're going to continue our conversation about how the industry has evolved over time, including that whole idea of, uh, again, just uh, the marketplace and social media and all that and how it's affecting things. We've got to squeeze in a very quick break here, Harry. And then uh, when we come back, we'll continue our conversation about how you make growth happen at Amware. Uh, you're listening to Get Down to Business, the show about small business jobs and entrepreneurship. You get on my website, shalomkline.com. But again, don't touch that dial. We'll be right back. Back to get down to business, the show about small business jobs and entrepreneurship. I'm chatting with Harry J. Bush, the CEO of Amware. Uh, they provide scalable fulfillment. And we've been chatting about so many things that are happening after the click, after you uh, order something online. Uh, essentially, we've defined what fulfillment is, and that's exactly what Amware does best. So, Harry, you are a subject matter expert about the industry. What is the state of the market for fulfillment? Well, the state of the, uh, the market for fulfillment is very positive. Um, the pandemic, the COVID pandemic, uh, really, really uh, put into high gear online ordering and online buying, right? Brick and mortar retail was essentially shut down. You couldn't get to many of the, the your shopping stores. Uh, people were working from home. People had time now to, uh, to browse the internet. In fact, it might have been the only way to buy certain items. So people got very, very good at it. And uh, you know, in our free free capital uh, market, uh, the void got filled uh, very quickly as demand really rose. There were many companies that were into logistics, maybe big box logistics, not doing fulfillment per se, but we're looking for ways now to fill this void and be able to, uh, uh, you know, fulfill a, a demand for these services. So you see a lot of companies shifting to fulfillment. So the good the good news for the industry is one. Uh, your 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 uh, your capacity is increasing. You're getting uh, a lot of choice uh, to make selections for a provider. Uh, Amazon has set the bar for service. Right, that expectation that you get it same day, next day, everything happens quickly has been really a boon for the industry in making us all get sharp, get smart. Uh, and while not everybody demands next day, same day, the fact that it's out there and a bar has been set really makes us all aspire to how to get more efficient. Uh, how to get better at what we do. So there's choices for entrepreneurs, there's choices for marketeers and retailers uh, to choose in the marketplace, but with that comes the need to choose wisely and someone who really has a lot of experience doing it and can show that as opposed to saying we can do it. We all say we can do it, but when it comes down to execution, that's where the rubber meets the road. Absolutely, absolutely. So, uh, Harry, you've shared a lot with us, and uh, before we come to a close, I am very, very interested in hearing what advice you'd have for business owners that might be tuning in uh, to get down to business. What can they do to uh, focus on whether it's reducing fulfillment costs or overall, you've also talked a lot about customer satisfaction. Any sort of words of wisdom from being in this industry for so long? Um, know your business. Uh, you, you know, know, uh, know the ordering characteristics so that uh, if you're partnering with someone, you can communicate those effectively because the more information we know, the better we can tailor a solution for you, but what entrepreneurs should do is um, execute on their side of the business. Customer service should be very, very responsive. Uh, get back to people very quickly. Monitor social media. Um, you know, good reviews. Everybody wants good reviews. They're great. Uh, bad reviews can really hurt a company, and bad reviews come from bad execution, not just a bad product, but a bad experience. 
so make sure that however you're distributing your product, whatever you're using, if you're doing it internally or if you're doing it with a provider, uh, monitor that service, monitor what's going on, stay close to the provider, don't just lob the keys over the, the transom and say they're going to get the job done for me. Work with them. It's a partnership. Uh, I'm the back room for all of my customers. I work with them intimately. We're very, very close. We communicate. I am, in fact, an extension of their business. So uh, just you know, watch the execution piece. It doesn't end after you've got the order. You need to make sure that you, like we do, put the smile inside the box, not like just it. outside the box. I like it. Great advice. And uh, Harry, I know you've got a lot more to share through your website because, indeed, you are the subject matter experts. How can we get in touch with you? Oh, that would be AmwareLogistics.com. Uh, we've got a website that has case studies, information for e-tailers. It's a great site to visit. There's a lot of information on there uh, on things that you can do and how you can set up your own distribution if you so desire. And if you want to outsource, how you can go about doing that as well. That's great. Amware Fulfillment, appreciate all of your expertise. Uh, Harry Jerry Push, thank you for, uh, for coming on the program. And definitely don't be a stranger. Um, that's a wrap for us here on Get Down to Business. You can always get on my website, shalomklein.com, or get on your favorite podcast app. Just search for Get Down to Business and subscribe, rate, review, and share. To success, let's get down to business. We'll talk to you next Sunday at 6 p.m. right here on AM560, The Answer. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.